1: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash Prime for details.
2: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. And you were able to show up today. I made it. Yeah. I'm
3: proud to be here and excited. Right.
2: How about a round of applause for Fritzie? That's not necessary. That's Mailed it in on I, Friday. I like the
3: attention, so thanks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Didn't come back with a tan though. No, I'm a little disappointed. A little in that. bit. Yeah. A little bit. It looks like you got some color. Got a little I lost summer. a couple
3: of pounds from... Uh, many trips to the restroom and uh, we'll just leave it at that
2: yeah all right why don't we leave it at that before you get to that <laughs> <laughs>
3: you don't like what i talk about
2: stat of the day brought to uh, you by panini no i don't no, nobody does nobody And does. nobody really
3: cares if you no. are not here or not in uh, radio tv land they don't need to they don't care like bathroom humor i know everybody's not that. even
2: under that's not under the umbrella of bathroom it, it's
3: humor. like starting to curse when your comedy routine is going bad and just kind of hanging on
4: f-words you've things. been guilty yeah. of that as well yes paulie there's phrases you can use in lieu no pun intended in oh, lieu oh, of oh, whether oh, yeah. okay. like let's say you're, you're boop, I was boop. down for the count this weekend or I had a rough go of it this weekend everyone kind of knows what you mean right hey man I had the stomach flu I was down for the count this weekend everyone knows
2: yeah but you know what happens i don't know if you have people that you go out to dinner with where they give you every detail yeah yeah as you're eating we can be having drinks nothing gory comes up Next thing you know, you're having spaghetti and they're talking to you about uh, placenta. And I'll go,
4: well, why? Like, why? Discharges or discharges. And
2: and my wife will grab my hand because she knows I get a little squeamish with this. But (laughs) we went out to dinner and I had somebody who was talking about something. Just recently? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you just want to do like a 20-second timeout. Just say, hey, how about we gather here? Come on, let's get our hands in here. Politics. Yeah, no, no, none of that stuff. You know what the spaghetti reminds me <laughs> of? And you're going, like, why did you wait until we we have dinner and you're doing this?
4: Really? The stuff about the infection
3: and
2: the fluid yes, got
4: drained? Yes, Come on, yes, we're going to eat here. This jambalaya brings back college <laughs> memories when I had a rough go of it. Yeah. And-
2: yeah. He <sighs> yeah, drained a pint of fluid from my lower back. Yeah, drink up. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at this drink here, and it reminds me of. Oh, no, 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 no. Manja, no. manja. Maybe no. this segment will help people learn not to do that. Yeah, please don't, please don't. But for some reason, the timing is always horrible. It's always when you're ready to eat, and somebody has to bring up something about God. This scab will not go away. Here, let me show you. No! Let me show you this. It's okay. Do you know if this is infected? I did have that one time. Oh, God. I'm going to get myself in trouble. I had somebody. Please do. Please some, do. We were, we were having dinner, and my wife's family came over, and somebody on the family tree, as we're having seafood pasta, of course. goes, is this infected? And I, I couldn't, look. I just, I didn't know where it was on her body. I just didn't need to look. But that, of course, became the topic of conversation. How do you know when something's infected?
4: And someone goes, let me get my glasses. Yeah, they hold really on. Wanna...
2: Let me pull down my pants. I got to show you this boil that I have here. Welcome to the program already in progress. It's hour two. All right. Monday edition. Best and worst of the weekend, as we always do. <laughs> Todd really sent that one off. Yes, rails. he did. Yeah, off the rails. Okay, but I did reach out to him. I reached you out. Did. I want to know how he was feeling. Send me a nice text. Yes, and he gave me some emojis, which I like. Emojis. I don't need any any words from Todd. Emojis is great until they come up with a bathroom emoji. That then I'm going to probably be, have that. Yeah, I well, I don't need it. it. I was going to send I, you a few I don't. Yeah. Maybe a, a, a pasty guy on his hands and knees over a <laughs> toilet. Yeah, Seaton. I was going to apologize for not reaching out to Todd, but then I re-
5: remembered it was just a stomach bug, so yeah, I think we're okay.
2: Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, I, I think
3: I think so. All right.
2: Okay, we'll get phone calls.
3: Don't coming. Feel a little weak, but I'll be All right,
2: All right. All right move on. Get again. tough, will you?
3: I just I, I'm a little feeling a little pale and weak. Do you want to go home? No, I'm fine. I'm just I, is, well, is, then, is then a don't tell
2: time? me. Every day Super Bowl. And
3: I got this boil on my elbow. Every day can you look is the Super Bowl. Is this infected?
2: Can you play? I can play. All right. Let's go.
3: I still can't tell if this is infected. Back to you in the studio. Why would they even ask that? Nobody's College a doctor College World Series
2: coming up tonight, national title game. Victor Wambayama arrives in San Antonio. We'll talk to Sean Elliott, former Spur Great. He went to dinner with Victor. Um, you know, he did an interview with Robin Roberts, Robin, longtime Sports Center anchor, now Good Morning America, and he was doing interviews during the draft. And I believe that it was uh, Brian Winhorse who said that Victor Wambayama studied some interviews that Robin Roberts had done with other people to prepare for the interview on Good Morning America. And Robin asked him a question, and listen to his answer. Here's a 19-year-old being asked this question.
3: There have also been some who look at you and go, "Are you ready?" The day in, day out, the grueling NBA schedule.
2: They could think that
5: because they don't, they don't know my work ethic. I know how I work, how we work with my, with my surroundings, with my environment. You know, uh, I couldn't never have any doubts.
3: And so, when someone says, "Bulk up,"
5: why? What for? <laughs> You should tell all this to skinny
2: up. (laughs) I loved it. Because what he's saying is, okay, if I add 20 pounds, what's it mean? Kevin Durant, maybe he added 15 pounds since he was a freshman at Texas. It's not like somebody goes, oh, man, they're going to post you up. When's the last time you heard that? Kevin Durant, I don't know. He can't withstand the rigors of the NBA. Greg Oden, he was built like a grown-ass man. That didn't matter. And at that size, the more weight you have, it feels like you're more susceptible. And Victor Wambayama said, no, no, this is who I am. They have to adapt to me. I don't, I'm not adapting to them. And plus, this is the new NBA. You're not, I got to get bigger to be on the low post. Who's on the low post anymore? And I thought that it was very insightful on his part to say, no, this is how I am at my best. I don't need to, you know, LeBron was already built to play. Zion was already built to play. Maybe a little too heavy. But certain guys come in and they're ready to play. Yao Ming was ready to play. Shaq was ready to play. But that's different. And, and let's say he puts on 20 pounds. I mean, 20 pounds is not going to be a lot. And he's probably going to look the same. I don't know what David Robinson weighed when he left Navy and came into the NBA. I don't know if anybody said, oh, he's going to get beat up. You don't get beat up or roughed up anymore in the NBA. You just don't. That, the game is a perimeter-based game. It's a jump-shooting game. Now, can I put him on the low post? Yes, and I would. But I'm going to have him. You're going to have to have multiple guys guarding him during the course of a game. He's going to disrupt your defensive schemes. Because he can go in, he can go out, he can handle, he can shoot. Uh, You're going to body him? Go ahead. Because he's going to be quicker than you because of his size. And that he doesn't weigh 250 pounds. Yeah, Paul?
4: I'm looking back at Kevin Durant at Texas. He just doesn't have any muscle tone. He looks almost like the same guy. I bet he's maybe, like you said, he's probably about 20 pounds heavier. Maybe. Maybe 20. But he's jacked now. He's completely in shape and looks completely comfortable. But he didn't put on 50 pounds, I guarantee it.
2: But we get caught up in that. Steph Curry. Oh, he's got to put on some weight. Uh, no, he doesn't. Steve Nash. oh, he's going to have to put on some weight. They're going to... Uh, who's he going to guard? Oh, they're going to rush him up. Oh, okay. I always look at what do you do best? And is it better than what somebody else... Let's say you're a great defender. Are you as good a defender as he is an offensive player? And if not, then I got an advantage here. Steph Curry. Oh, he can't guard anybody. Mm, who can guard him? Victor Wambayama, oh, he's going to get roughed up. Uh, he's also going to blow by you. He's also going to get, you know, his jumper. If if Steph weighed 15 pounds more, does that matter? And the answer is probably it does in a negative way. Yes, he
5: I have Kevin Durant coming out of college at 215. Ooh. And right now ESPN has him at 240.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that. But that that's over the course of twelve years. So he's getting two two pounds a year. That's
5: doesn't seem crazy. That
2: that's it's, not a crazy transformation. Not. That's not like a, a baseball player who shows up for spring training and people go, Whoa, wait a minute. And like when like Paul was just saying, when you look at him, you're not looking at a guy who's like, Man, he's really put on weight. Yeah. Like like he's more like a guy who filled out. He looks he's in good shape. But that is normal. That's normal way to add, yeah. not, yeah. man, I got to bulk up. Uh, I remember Sean Bradley was told, you got to bulk up, man. But the NBA was different back then. That's where you were on the blocks, and that's where they were roughing you up. Now, you don't need to be, you know, 260 pounds to survive the rigors of the NBA. If anything, you need to be lighter. Yes, yeah, Paulie.
4: Big men are either going to have foot and leg problems or they're not going to have foot and leg problems. Chet Holmgren was skinny. I don't know if that's because, that's the reason he hurt his foot last year or it's just an awkward moment.
2: I think it was an awkward moment.
4: Right. Reggie Miller, you saw him coming into the pros. He was looks like a, a fawn. He looks as skinny as you could be. He did not have any foot problems. He did not have any leg problems. He was 6'7", 170. You're either going to have them or you're not, and I don't know if weight can necessarily mitigate that. Or working. If your shoulders are bigger, your feet are better?
2: I would rather have a lighter player than I would a heavier player. If you said to the Pelicans, hey, would you like Zion to be, you know, like 245, they'd be like, uh, yep. Yes, I would. Uh, you know, I, but big men have problems with their feet and their knees. I don't need to add more weight. But as far as Victor Wambayama, I thought that was an interesting comment that he had to Robin Roberts. Like, no, no, need to skinny up, and I like that. I want him. To, I want him to be confident going into uh, to his rookie season. The uh, biggest winning percentage pick after uh, big draft pick. So biggest increase in winning percentage. The Spurs. Uh, that was uh, when they added Tim Duncan. So they lost David Robinson. Then they got Tim Duncan. Then they, uh, I need to know how many wins they improved. I don't care about the winning percentage time. Spurs are had the second and third best turnaround seasons. Um, Celtics, when they drafted Larry Bird, he stayed in school one more year and then came out. Uh, the Bucks when they drafted Kareem the following year, their sixth year. Yes, Paulie?
4: Yeah, the Spurs, when they got uh, David Robinson, we talked about this a little before, they had 21 wins, they had David Robinson, they go to 56 wins. A bunch of years later, Mary hurt his back? Yeah. In 1996, they had 59 wins. He hurts his back, they go down to 20 wins. They get Tim uh, Duncan, they go to 56 wins. So they added uh, 36 wins by adding Tim Duncan.
2: So that's the most... Then... But they added
4: Tim Duncan and David Robinson.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the David Robinson one from 88 to 89, that's plus 35 wins. Bird, the Celtics plus 32. Kareem and the Bucks in 68 to 69 plus 29 wins. Carmelo Anthony and the Nuggets are 12th on the all-time list. They uh, went up 26 wins when they drafted Carmelo Anthony. Thank you.. <laughs> Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. WWE superstars face off two epic ladder matches at Money in the Bank. Winners earn the right to a championship match anywhere, anytime. Stream it live from London Saturday, July 1st, a special start time of 3 p.m. Eastern. Kickoff show at 2 Eastern exclusively on Peacock. And uh, please download the app. You can watch this program. We say good morning to our radio affiliates, those chatting on chat row uh, Buddha in San Francisco. Hi, Buddha. Good morning. Best and worst of the weekend.
0: DP, what up, boys?
6: Dan, your nemesis, Ball State, signing golfer Happy Gilmore this weekend. I thought that was a hoax. Uh, interesting <laughs> your thoughts. But first, DP, I'm going to need some participation from Fritzy for my best and worst of the weekend. If that's okay. All right. uh, best of the week, Best of the weekend, Dan. My Dodgers taking two of three from Fritzy's cheating Astros. And Saturday's wild win with a balk in the ninth inning resulting in the win would be called what, Fritzy?
3: A balk-off.
6: Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. (laughs) CP. the frenzy that was Friday night. Friend of the show and good-ass dude Joey Votto hits two dingers and Ellie DeLaCruz, 6'5", 200 pounds, going beast mode for the cycle. Let's go. Yeah,
2: I thought we'd get a shout-out from Joey Votto. It took him a couple extra days before he hit two home runs for the show, but (laughs) I appreciate that.
4: Man of his word, though. Yeah, yeah,
2: love Joey Votto. By the way, combined strikeouts per game, we are at an all-time high. 17 strikeouts per game. That's both teams combining to strike out 17 times. You have to go back to 2013. That was 15 times, 2003 uh, just under 13 times. That's combined. So we're at an all-time high with Major League Baseball. Yes, Tom?
3: That's more than double than it was 70 years ago.
2: All right. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Leo <laughs> in Palm Springs doing your Tim Kirchin impersonation. I tried. Right. I don't know, I, I don't know if it's that good. It feels like Seaton does a better he definitely Tim definitely does Kir-
4: it better than I do. That yeah.
2: Doesn't. Yeah. What, point?
4: I, I kind of like it. I like I both so. of them. Yeah. They, anytime you're Baker <laughs> <get> four <laughs> home runs. That
3: doesn't in- Seattle skyscrapers. <laughs> That's not a team. Yeah. He makes up <laughs> team names. It's a to... the
2: Cleveland Spiders. Uh, hey, Leo, what's on your mind?
1: <laughs> Mr. Patrick, how are you doing this Good. morning? Good, sir. Good. Thank you very much for let, letting me in. My best of the weekend is my Angels putting three touchdowns plus over the Colorado um, Rockies on Saturday. That was wild. My worst, of the weekend, yeah. my, wild. Yeah, my worst of the weekend is if you only looked at the, the – Uh, lopsided run differential for the Angels. You would think that the Angels swept that series, but alas, no, they (laughs) dropped two out of three. I know.
2: It's not collaborative. It's not accumulation there of, look how many runs we scored. You know, that's like the College World Series. You got the national title game, and I believe LSU is favored over Florida tonight. We don't care about baseball, college baseball, and then we get all involved in the College World Series And then we don't care about college baseball after that. But it is live. It is fun. I don't like the metal bats. It is June, and I think that ESPN does a great job in covering the College World Series.
6: Yes, yes, Marv. The best thing about that also is there's really not that many big-time prospects. You're not going to see a bunch of these guys at the next level.
2: It feels like – now, I don't know if this kid at LSU struck out 17 the other night. Floyd?
4: Yeah, Floyd. Is that his name? Yeah, he, his last name is Floyd. He had 17 strikeouts. Yeah,
2: I all I know is he struck out 17 against a Florida team that just put up 24 runs in a in a uh, game. That that's pretty impressive. But it is fun. It is fun because it's live. It's June, and nothing else to watch. But uh, there's excitement there. That you know, I love that the fans are all in. It's a great venue there. You got SEC fans there. And baseball is really important. All right, more phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. TireRack.com. Thank you for everybody who has responded. I told you that TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And what they do is they try to make it as easy as possible for you. First of all, they have a test rack. That means that they're going to test the tires for you so you know what you're getting. They put them through, you know, strenuous tests there. And then you know what those tires can do. They know what those tires can do. And then they're able to recommend those tires for you. Go to uh, TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive, how you drive, where you drive. And they will give you the easy-to-use tire decision guide. And you can make an informed decision. They have the full lineup of Goodyear tires. And they're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. They have free road hazard protection, mobile tire installation available in a lot of areas. That means they bring the tires to you, to your home or office, and they install them on site. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app
0: a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: We don't need to do this because Fritzy missed Yacht Rock on Friday. Thank
6: you. I love this song. I had to show him some love. He that missed nice. Friday. That was nice. It's but... his fault he missed Friday. Oh, come on. That was a nice gesture.
2: We had cheesesteaks on Friday. We had Yacht Rock on Friday. We had donuts. I well,
3: was watching and listening from my sick bed, and I wanted to be mm-hmm. here. All, well, some of my favorite things were going on Friday.
6: Yes, Marv. Well, he's damn sure not getting donuts or cheesesteaks, so I just wanted to throw him a bone real quick.
3: <laughs> You're a kind fellow. I appreciate
6: it. I you. ate the extra cheesesteak. <laughs>
2: What's on your, uh, cook- uh, your uh, cookout playlist this Friday?
3: Oh, I'm
6: not sure. Yeah, maybe we uh we wor- we work on that today. You know, today's a good day to work yeah, on. Yeah,
2: we it. work workshop on Monday to see if maybe we have a uh, kind of a interesting music selection coming up on Friday. Yes, Pauline.
4: You know, Marvin went to that 90s trivia thing last week. Maybe a series of songs that define the 90s. Mm. And it would be I mean, what if we each volunteered one to Marvelous? That really says this is the 90s and music. So, good or bad. Five picks? All right. You don't seem enthused. Dan does not like 90s music. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I am very territorial. And it's sad. I shouldn't be. There's a lot of great music. Uh, And I do listen to a lot of music. But I, you know, I'll find something in the 90s that maybe reflects my vision. Do you want to go 1890s? 1890s. Oh, is that what we're talking about? Some Baroque maybe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl in Virginia. We'll give you our best and worst. Hey, Carl. Yeah. Hey, Carl. Come
6: on in. Hey, Dan. Uh, first time, long time, 5'10 and uh, Chris Farley, Chippendales 300. All righty.
1: I was calling. You've been doing uh, random names, comparisons to Victor Wembanyama, like Ralph Sampson, and I couldn't help think of a perfect seven foot comp. It was a uh, center plate for the Heat the Hornets and
6: the Sixers really defined an era during the 90s.
2: Okay. Uh, but not Alonzo Mourning.
6: No, of course not. Matt Geiger.
2: Oh, well, people have been waiting to uh, to talk about Matt Geiger. Like, we never give Matt Geiger enough attention. Thank you, Carl. I believe that's a callback for uh, Carl talking about Matt Geiger. Was that... What was that? We had a was that last year where a guy wanted to know why we didn't talk about Matt Geiger?
6: Were we at the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think we were. And somebody called in and he was like, I missed the
4: Chris Weber, Alan Iverson, Matt Geiger.
6: <laughs> and everyone was like, wait, did you say Matt Geiger? Matt Geiger doesn't miss no. the Matt Geiger
4: era. I missed his nine and six nightly.
2: <laughs> Although Matt Geiger, I think, had one or two good years in Philadelphia. Can you check Matt Geiger's stats?
4: Yeah, you're shoehorning good years, DP. Okay,
2: good year
4: in Philly. He, uh, you know, he started 40 games in 98. Hell na- yes, yeah, 99. You're not going
2: to keep him on the bench.
4: 13 and a half, seven rebounds. Okay, oh. mixing an assist and a block. All right,
2: okay, all right. You know, another guy I miss is Matt Harpring. Oh, you never, you never hear his name that much anymore. Georgia Tech, another Georgia Tech guy. He could shoot from the corner. He, uh, that's that's me in the corner. That's three in the corner. Yes, Mark. I miss
6: Lester Earl. Lester Earl. Let's just start naming just random NBA players. The Matt Geiger era. Ricky
2: in Virginia. Hi, Rick. Best and worst of the weekend. Good
1: morning, Dan. How are you doing today? Great, Rick. Uh, yeah, I've just uh, got got two besters for you, no worse. Um,
3: first, I want to talk about me and Polly's Braves going into Cincinnati and stealing
1: two out of three from your Cincinnati Reds, the hottest team in baseball. <laughs> and then secondly, Dan, uh, <coughs> birthday dinner with my mom. She turned 63 years young today, so happy birthday, Mom. I'm oh, ha- feeling better, Todd.
2: Yeah, happy birthday, Mom. What is the bet you have on the Braves that they're going to win the hundred and, the most wins in I, baseball. I
0: made this horrendous <laughs> bet.
2: I, I saw the Braves. I forgot all about that. Paulie came in one day he goes, Braves are going to set the all-time single season win
4: record. And I go, okay. I'm drinking for free in Atlanta next time, but I'm going to definitely take a pie to the face. I think you were drinking when you made the bet. Yeah, I think I said the Braves would break, get 116 wins or more this season. They would break Seattle's all-time record. Yeah, they're 50-27. and 27. There's still time. If I did the math, that means they'd be 152 <laughs> at one point. I think they would need to get a lot hotter than what they yeah, are. Yeah,
2: I would think so, too.
4: They're the second-best team in the bigs. You know, the Rays had the most wins.
2: Bill in Portland. Hi, Bill. Good morning.
6: Good morning, Dan. Dan Etz. Hey, bud. 6-1. Soft. two skinny. Soft. soft. I've heard
0: some okay nicknames, but get your boops bloop ready. Okay. I've got the winner. Okay. Victor is from France. He's going to get a lot of blocks. No one's going to be able to drive the lane because they won't be able to get through the French blockade.
2: French blockade. All right. All right. We'll we'll add it to the list. I I think we've got more phone calls on Victor Wombayama's nickname than we have on any other topic in a while. while. We're still still fascinated with that. Uh, Carrie in Kansas. Hi, Carrie. What's on your mind? I
5: I just want to wish my ex-husband, Jimmy Waters III, a happy birthday.
2: You want to wish your ex-husband a birthday, happy birthday?
5: <laughs> yes, yes. He's uh, six foot and a south 190.
2: Okay. Did you call and him yourself wife. and wish him a happy birthday?
1: Yeah, he watches your show every day. He's a big fan.
2: And why is he your ex-husband? Oh, boy.
1: Well, just... Just
2: because. <laughs> okay, but you still love him.
3: Well, well, yeah, he's the father of my kids.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. All right. Well, then, uh, uh, happy birthday to uh, Carrie's ex-husband. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, and it's uh, and and just like that. Well, <laughs> just because. You know, sometimes you ask the question, and it sort of leaves you, and you go, ah, maybe I bring that back. But, yeah. <laughs> Why are you divorced? <laughs> well, uh. it's a, yeah, it, it, you, you had the possibility for a great story. I right thought there. Yeah. I thought there might be one. Uh, shoot your shot. But, but then it could be really bad. Yeah. Yes, Paul?
4: Maybe this is a way of making amends. Mm. I mean, a shout-out on a big-time, well-listened national radio but show. But ex-husband. If she ex- called in seven years ago, they'd still be together.
2: Mm. No. She did say
5: the third time. Didn't she say something about the third? No, no.
2: I think she was giving his name and then adding the third, like we do. Like oh. Russell Wilson Jr., the third. Oh, I thought she was like calling in to wish him his third happy birthday. No. Yes, Todd.
3: And then you asked her, but well, you still love him. Well, he's the father of my child. That's not a great no, answer. Okay.
5: That's a I have to because
2: I'm stuck.
3: Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound like they're getting back together anytime soon.
2: We're never, ever getting, getting back, back together.
3: together. My <laughs> friends talk and your friends talk to me.
2: I like that Taylor Swift <laughs> said to her audience, stop bullying John Mayer. Or anybody she dated, stop bullying. I said, okay, okay. All right, Tay Tay you say so, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to be bullying John Mayer anymore on well, this show. They certainly put an end to, uh, the Swifties
5: put an end to a relationship with that dude from the 1975 pretty quickly. Matt Healy? Yeah, they really yep.
2: swarmed on that one. Man, you do not want to mess with the Beehive nah. or the Swifties. Nope. They need full approval. One Direction, I, I ran into one that fan base in, in New York years ago. But
4: you're tight with them.
2: Well, I, I, I like One Direction. You know a couple of the guys. Yeah, Niall. Niall, I had beers with Niall at the London Olympics. He doesn't remember, but I do. Very nice, very nice guy. He was spilling beer like he he would be gesturing and he'd be talking and have this pint of beer. And he would be, you. I would be listening to him, but I would try to avoid like here comes, a, you know, a dollop of beer coming my way he kept calling me you're the you're the sports guy right you're the sports guy and i said yep i'm the sports guy he goes you know where i'm going i go no where are you going i'm going to ed sheeran's apartment you're gonna hear about him and i go okay he is a great songwriter and he wasn't famous And all of a sudden, you know, my daughters go, remember when Niall said that uh, he was going to Ed Sheeran? I go, I don't even remember who he was going to. He goes, yes, remember he said Ed Sheeran's going to be a big deal? I go, you know what, you're right. Uh, Maybe I couldn't understand him a little bit. Uh, Best and worst of the weekend, Todd, how about you?
3: Best the high-flying angels get 25 runs on 28 hits Saturday in Colorado, including a 13-run third inning, an eight-run fourth back-to-back-to-back jacks. Two players went 5-for-5. Five five. Your final, Angels 25, Rockies 1. Worst of the weekend, Astros waste a fifth inning grand slam by Alex Bregman. Dodgers come back to win 8-7. Eight, Eighth inning, balk by Houston reliever Ryan Stanek, who proceeded to lose his mind when he was called for that balk, which he insisted he did see, not see. No
2: O'Connor, best and worst. My best of the weekend, uh,
5: there's a player uh, who just committed to Ball State, a golfer named Happy Gilmore. Real name, how about that?
2: Adam Sandler reached out to him. Yeah, Sandman reached out to him. Yes, That's... Sandman reached out to him and... Uh, I don't know if Happy is his real first name, his given name, but uh, he goes by the name of Happy Gilmore. Talk about paying off the bit. Yes.
5: You know? I mean, I don't know what's a kid, 17, 18, however old he is. Pretty good. Well done. Uh, My even more bester uh, of the weekend, though, I came across the DP Takes a Gamble Instagram account today. Which I hadn't been keeping up with, okay, um, and that's a shame
2: on me because it turns out, especially this weekend, it is a treasure trove. Okay. of good now, content. Dylan is our graphics guy. He's part of the gambling podcast with Bad Larry, Shea, and Irving. Shea was there on, was he there uh, Thursday for the opening round, and he was getting in trouble early, and then Dylan was placing over-unders of how many beers and how many hot dogs that he was going to have on Friday when he went out for the second round of the golf tournament. Well,
5: I don't know how those bets did, but I do have some tallies for
2: you, okay. and I was damned impressed
5: with uh, young Dylan. Okay, Dylan, uh, according to the DP Takes a Gamble Instagram account, All right. thirteen. this is Friday, he did 13 beers, a cocktail, two glasses of wine, five hot dogs one crab cake sandwich, <laughs> half a cheesesteak and it's not on this graphic but rumor does have it he also had a steak dinner after all of that, a late night steak dinner. Uh they uh, the phrase that's going around is not all heroes wear capes, um but Dylan <laughs> he's a legend, he, what a unit, uh first team all performance drinker. No, he's a unit. Uh yeah, yeah, he the 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 fella he was impressive this weekend and uh, I'm proud of him. He
2: said he was trying to do 18 18 18 <laughs> 18 hot dogs 18 beers 18 holes and I go why don't you do 18 nine and nine why don't you do 18 holes nine hot dogs nine beers do you think he felt worse the next day after
5: all of the booze he drank or all the food he ate because I'm gonna guess it's the food yeah I don't think the, the booze would bother him five hot dogs well that's a lot of booze uh five hot dogs a crab cake sandwich, half a cheesesteak, and a steak dinner, that is some
2: heavy lifting for a Saturday morning. And that's why the podcast is called Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. <laughs> Characters like that. I haven't heard from Shea and Irving since Thursday, so who knows what happened to him. He might, have been, might be in trouble. He's like, Danny, well, he's supposed to be on the wagon, and he's going to marriage therapy. <laughs> So of course he goes Thursday to the golf tournament, and uh, he was already in his cups when I talked to him. Yeah, Paulie.
4: First of all, I respect Dylan for having half a cheesesteak. You know that shows discipline. He would have gone with a full one <laughs> if you're really out of control. If you look at the pictures, just to people on radio, he looks like John Daly's outfits on Pablo Escobar, and he's at a <laughs> golf tournament. Just a, that's the best one I can come up with. And he's got it's like he's got three hands. There's there's two one beer. And he's got a beer under the crook of his arm. Like, because he doesn't have another hand to work with, yeah. and then a huge sandwich in his left hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. good for him. Hey. I can't afford good
2: help, yeah. but he does show up. Does. Marvin,
6: me- best and worst of the weekend. I'm going to start with the worst. The Colorado Rockies, not their 25 to one loss. It was their uniforms. They okay. were wearing like the green alternate uniforms. Oh yes, yes, looking I saw like that. the license plate. Yes, yes. So yes, they yes. deserve that loss. Okay. Uh best of the weekend. The BET Awards last night, they honored Bobby Caldwell. Oh, all right. About time. Hey, so, you know, they had the in memoriam. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, all the people, black entertainment, television, everyone. And usually everyone's black. Bobby Caldwell (laughs) got some love. (laughs) And obviously because we thought he was black for 25 years. So shout out to Bobby Caldwell. RIP.
4: RIP, Bobby. Yes, uh, Paulie uh, Marvin took mine there with the B team. <laughs> Bobby Caldwell, so I'm going to have to adjust. God, I had that planned. Uh, my best of the weekend, Ty Floyd, the pitcher for uh, LSU. 17 strikeouts. What an unbelievable game for LSU to keep them alive. What a great ending on uh, Saturday night, I should say. The uh, reporters and people on ESPN were calling him Ty Floyd fever. At the, uh,
2: ooh,
4: Yeah, because they're striking out so much okay. against him.
2: Okay, Ty Floyd. Worst Typhoid. of the
4: weekend, and I'm going to defer to Seton O'Connor on this one a little bit, but USA Soccer... Just about losing to Jamaica the other night. I mean, they got bailed out late. That was a bad draw. I know we don't have our full team assembled. I'd like to know a little bit more of why and what the status is.
5: Well, yeah, that wasn't even like the B team that was there. That was more C team. Mm-hmm. And that those are guys who probably have either no chance of making the first team or are young guys that they're hoping will eventually get there. So like Brandon Vasquez, he's a guy that they're really high on. Cade Cowell, that's another guy that they're really high on. They get a little run there. Some other dudes, uh, it's a lot of MLS players, uh, as opposed to the guys who play in Europe. Um, I know that's a little bit of a controversial thing, too, um, like if you're a Euro snob or an MLS homer kind of thing. But this was a lot of MLS guys, so it was far, far, far from our best team. And that Jamaica team is actually kind of stacked. They have a bunch of Premier League players um, that are that are really, really good. So um, in a a year where we have to rest other players like Christian Pulisic, Gio Reyna, our, our main guys— these are the guys that play in the Gold Cup, and you're just trying to get some younger guys some experience internationally.
2: All right. Far more than five good soccer seconds, but uh, we, we allow we,
5: we could do an easily five great soccer hours, Dan. You easily. Know, I, I know. We didn't even get into Greg Berhalter and if he chose the lineup or not. Aww. Yeah. Who's pulling the strings behind the scenes? Uh, we could say, You want to t- save it, tease it for the next segment?
2: Uh, Taylor Dwellman joins us next. <laughs> Alexi Lawless joins us. The-
5: oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, that's actually the big problem is that the guys who are doing the broadcast, <laughs> they're treating these players like they're actually our best players. So, like, Alexi Lawless is talking like like these dudes Wally, are actually Wally, important. Molly, why did you do this? I like seeing why you. And said, instead, he why, should be saying, hey. like, just so you guys don't, like, freak out, these aren't our best players. These are, like, guys that are just trying to figure it out.
6: Yes, Marv. I was just going to ask C because if and, we had Gio Reyna, you know
5: Christian Pulisic, I, Weston McKennie, all seen, of these guys, we would have destroyed. Seen, we're Jamaica. in stoppage
2: time. We're in stoppage time right now. We're going to pens. Yeah. That's good. penalty penalty
6: kicks. What Marv. I was going to ask. What no, no, we're not realistic in, expectations for next. Let's take World a break. We're going to
2: more phone calls coming up. We got Copa this. America coming up. <laughs> now the FIFA.
1: Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock.
5: And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete...
2: Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick slash promos. Best and
2: worst of the weekend. How forthcoming should teams be with injuries? The Yankees and Aaron Judge, we weren't sure what was going to happen. He crashed into the fence against the Dodgers a couple of weeks ago, and he wasn't sure exactly what it was. Thought it was going to be strained ligaments. Thought that he was going to be able to come back. Um, People compared it to turf toe in the NFL, which is usually six weeks. These are all the things that he was saying. But... Find, we find out that there's a torn ligament in that toe. And he finally admitted that because, you know, Yankee fans are still going, okay, when's Judge coming back? Now, when did they find this out? Because it's not like the NFL where, or hockey where you're targeting somebody if they have an injury where you go, oh, okay, let's go after that part of your body. This is baseball. Unless you're going, hey, I'm going to throw some pitches in the dirt uh, at your toe, but Aaron Judge came out and said that uh, you know, he's got torn ligaments. I don't even know if he comes back this year. At what point do you, is it the point of no return for Aaron Judge? How much should the Yankees be held responsible for announcing this with Aaron Judge? With uh, you know his, his return, you know, I, I was just kind of surprised. Because if you're a Yankee fan, you want to know. And you should know. Are you going to the game? Is Aaron Judge going to play? Yes, Paulie.
4: Going back to when he injured his uh, toe, a lot of people thought he may have a broken toe, and there's a bunch of headlines. Yankees ease fans' uh, concerns with Judge, only contusion and sprain of a ligament to his toe. Multiple reports that the Yankees told the media people a sprain of the ligament, which I'm I'm sure assuming is uh, different than a torn ligament. And-
2: yeah, yeah, it's a torn ligament. Uh, I don't know what the time frame is for him to return But it felt like the Yankees were kind of soft-selling it, that they expected him to be back. Uh, So, yes, Todd?
3: And if you're looking to go to a game or take your family to a game in the coming weeks and you're led to believe that he could be back in a matter of days and you're buying tickets to future games and then you're finding out that they were maybe sitting on this news, you know, we don't know how deceptive it was. Maybe you just found out recently. But if they sat on this and you're buying tickets, you're not getting a refund just because the judge isn't going to be in the lineup.
2: He's not being ruled out for any you know, great period of time, I guess. But you know, I don't trust the Yankees. They're they're being vague about this. It's already longer than we thought. Aaron Boone said he expects Aaron Judge to come back this season, but stopped short of guaranteeing it. Well, if if there wasn't full disclosure on this before, why am I going to believe what you are telling me now? Yes, Eden. I've got. Kind of, I don't
5: know really where I stand on the whole transparency issue because I kind of get both sides of it, maybe. Um I certainly understand why fans would want to know. But then there's another other part of me too that's like, well, it's not like he's being paid out of our tax money or something, right? If it was like taxes, I would be like, "Hell yeah, you better tell us what's going on." It it's more out of and and, and it's not like beer sales necessarily. It's just paying it either. There's a lot more that goes into
2: it like TV revenue, et cetera. I don't know how much But but this is the Yankees injury. have to tell. This is an injury. This isn't personal. This isn't a yeah. he has to take a personal leave of absence. I think if you're a gambler, you what you I mean every all these sports are in bed with you know gambling sites now. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I think you gotta be you gotta be careful about this. That's. Yeah. But Judge told reporters he tore a ligament in his toe. Previously, the team said it was his sprain. I, if you do an MRI, even if you wait till the swelling goes down, I'm gonna guess you know the difference between a sprain and a torn. Um. Uh, because it certainly felt like the timetable was not going to be months, but you know maybe a couple of weeks, yeah, Pauling.
4: So let's say going back to the better thing, the Yankees in May were 19 and 10 with Aaron Judge, and let's say you're an employee of the Yankees, you found out, oh man, this is actually worse. He's going to be out for the month of June. You, could, you can make bets on the Yankees' future plays, the month of June. You could bet that specific these days. Yeah. The Yankees were nine and 11 in June. Imagine what that, you could have got that bet for when they were 19 and 10 in May. Right. So th- there's an example of having inside information by a team not being forthcoming.
2: And there's seven and ten without Judge playing. And, you know, you're chasing Baltimore and Tampa Bay right now. But, you know, initially when he ran into the Dodgers bullpen fe- fence, they thought that it could be a game or two with the Bruce. Not days. Yes, Tom.
3: And headlines can be um, deceiving, but when you're hearing words like, he revealed this or he admitted this, it just seems a little nefarious, even if it's uh, not exactly what went down.
2: Well, you know, he's probably getting tired of being asked about it. And, you know, like, when are you coming back? Like, you know, tough it out, come back. And then you realize what happened here, that it's a torn ligament. By the way, sliding into the weekend, brought to you by our partners, Kings Hawaiian. They want you to get together with friends and family. Enjoy the weekend by making every Sunday a Slider Sunday. Update. the Yes, I got kind of speaking of Slider Sunday. I got a little lit up
5: this weekend because of something I did a meet Friday.
2: Oh, what did you
5: do? Oh, my God. I knew I was making a to me. It's not even a faux pas, but I knew in the moment I was doing something that was going to get a lot of attention. But I on Friday, we had cheesesteaks. And it was sort of more presented as an open face cheesesteak, if oh, you will. Oh, I'm looking at some video. And here. I ate mine with a knife and fork. And social media essentially spent the weekend just, cr- just absolutely crushing me. Like, dude, what are you doing? Eat your sandwich like a man. Even Marvin's little hands could get around wow. that sandwich. Yes, Paulie.
4: Yeah, I'd like to take some blame too. I did not see Seton doing it, or I would have thrown myself on the plate. Throwing myself on the grenade that was about to happen.
5: I stand by the decision, and I'd do it again. Yes, Ton. If
4: you're avoiding
3: carbs and you're using the bread as a plate, that's fine. But you got to pick up that sandwich and get messy. Let's go. (laughs) You weren't even here on (laughs) Friday. I was watching it on Peacock. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com
0: or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff...